0: Guys, it's Will and Ray and it's time for a season 3 episode of Bring, Bring it, it On.
1: Hey, kids. What's up? What's up? <laughs> it's been a minute. It's like,
0: been like more than 2
1: minutes. Okay, okay. It's been a while <laughs> since season 2 ended. <laughs> and all I can say is I'm sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> we were working on some summer stuff, and yeah, I just kind of let the ball drop. Well, I didn't let the ball drop. We kind of went through a depression. It's the depression. It's the depression of 2021, <laughs> right? I feel Like everybody, like a lot of people went through a depression after COVID. So, and I did not. I enjoyed it. So <laughs> maybe this was my depression. But we lost Wesley. And that was kind of yeah. hard. We, I didn't like have a lot of mo. If I'm honest, like I, it was hard. I, I didn't have a lot of motivation to get back in the studio and record. And then um, yeah, he m- felt like crazy. <laughs> Sounds like you just fell off a cliff. <laughs>
0: crazy.
1: <laughs> Anyways, when you drop the foam that you're squeezing in your hand. Uh, yeah. So we lost Wes, and then um, Michaela is too mature for us (laughs) no she's like being used in so many areas and doesn't have enough time so especially babysitting yeah yeah you guys know that she's got a little baby now and well she doesn't have a baby (laughs) her mom does her mom has a baby and she's taking care of um her little brother which is like kudos and props to her shout out to Michaela because that's
0: not easy <laughs> i mean i can't say anything because i haven't tried but
1: <laughs> oh i watch kids all the times so believe me isn't it's not always easy like when they sleep it's all good but that's about it yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but anyways guys welcome back season three we've got some amazing things going on and it is me and your dude will we have got this shebang going and we've been excited
0: yeah i told my mom last night i was like mom don't think I'll fall asleep because I'm so excited to do it again. <laughs> I know because it's been so long. Like
1: we've had, you've had plenty of time to prepare, right? but you've not, that's not all you've been doing. What have you, what have you been doing with your summer? Well, I was, that's mou- me bumping the table when I said, don't bump the <laughs>
0: table. I Well, one day, di- let's start off from the beginning. I was mowing. Okay. I was oh, mowing my yard. Hey, doing what you got to do. Right. Uh. And then I pa- I was parking the mower and my dad comes out he's like, Hey, Will, how about we try doing scuba? And before he even finished that sentence, I was like, yep, we're doing that. <laughs>
1: you just knew. Your dad wasn't asking you because your dad was telling you because he had already signed you guys up. <laughs> so you're doing, you're doing um, some scuba and... Um,
0: bike riding, like always.
1: Yeah, well, your dad owns a bike shop. So it's good yeah. for business for you to be, like, bike riding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but you also have a testimony today. Do I? No, I'm kidding. I, I do. What? You totally do. <laughs> yep. Hey, do you want to hear it? Yeah. I, I asked God if I could start tanning instead of getting a sunburn, and it happened.
1: That, that, is, not the, <laughs> no, that is not the testimony that I was talking about. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But you are really white. <laughs> like, like your skin, you probably do burn. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so it's like a real problem.
0: Uh, so okay. Here's the real testimony. Okay, is that uh Sunday morning, which was yesterday morning, not really, but uh, it was.
1: We're recording on a Monday. We are. <laughs> you already <laughs> forgot that. Yeah. Because when school's out, nobody remembers the days of the week. Nope. Anyways, my brother got baptized
0: Sunday morning, and or not Sunday morning. He got the Holy Ghost Sunday morning, and then baptized Sunday night. So that's
1: super cool. Cause we're like in re- we're in revival. We've had evangelist Greg Godwin with us. And yes. um, he received the Holy Ghost. Was it at Sunday school or just a morning service? It was just a morning service. And morning service, we it was like a blowout service, right? Yeah. And then he got baptized. How old is your brother? Uh, he's seven. Congratulations! Woo, woo. You're like seven and annoying. <laughs> oh yeah, I should have used the sound effects for that. I saw your hand go, oh, and so you're like, like you're like that's a long reach. And I see, I'm a guys. If I'm, I'm still a last boy. I could effects. just be like, <laughs> um, okay, guys. So this season is going to be different from our other seasons. We're gonna sprinkle in some keeping it Reels, but we've got a lot more interviews for you guys because you guys really seem to respond to the interviews of other HDR. Uh, human beings. Human <laughs> beings. Yeah, because they're not kids. <laughs> Good save. Thanks, Will. <laughs> um, but for example, I am a Hope Corps alumni, um, uh, alumnus, alumni, alumnus, alum. It's alumni. I've, the been, guy. Done, I've been done, had done Hope Corps. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That like physically hurt your brain, huh? <laughs> I saw you like, ouch. Um, so I have done Hope Corps and it's awesome. And you guys are probably all too young to do Hope Corps, but all the Hope Corps students, once upon a time, were kids and I got them to tell some of their stories. And so our first one, uh, I'm going to plug it in for you. These were all recorded live in Roatan. So we're going we're gonna to plug it into this because obviously they're not all here in our little closet in the church (laughs) Um, we recorded it live so just put it out there for you guys the audio is not the best so for all you little um, sound people HDR sound kids that like listen and they're like man these speakers are horrible just know that it was me by myself I am not a great sound person I do help in our sound booth but I'm not great at it and so the audio is not wonderful So bear with us. You could hear everybody in the background having a good time. Um, They took time out of our little bit of chill time in the night to do these recordings. So I hope you enjoy these testimonies for them. What's up, HDR kids? So my first person that I'm interviewing in the middle of the cafeteria, prayer room, sanctuary of the Hope Corps Training Center is here with me and has an amazing story to tell you guys. So I'm going to let her introduce herself.
2: Hi everybody. My name is Katie
1: Cole. Katie and I were in a van the other day, in a hot van. Very hot. Air conditioning was running. But we were sitting in a hot van, and I was explaining to all them like, "Hey, you know, you guys have any stories? Actually, were we in a van, or we were, we were eating pizza?
2: Yeah, we were eating pizza. That's right.
1: Yeah, after a hot day. Yes, very (laughs) hot. Of working in the sun, and I was mentioning about the podcast and how you know we're always finding stories for you guys about all these awesome things God has done and. Katie had an amazing story. You know I'm always talking to you guys about God can talk to you. If you're listening, God could speak to you right now. And sometimes it's something silly like do what you got to do. Absolutely. Do, go do your chores. <laughs> go to bed. Um, because you got to do those things if you don't want to upset your parents and cause issues. <laughs> Have you ever been told to go to bed? Absolutely. <laughs> and, um, but sometimes it's a little more, it's a little more than that. So, um, Katie is a Hope Corps student, and we are halfway done. Almost there. (laughs) We are recording this deliriously. We're so tired, but the story was so important to get to you guys. Katie, how old were you when this instance that you're about to explain took place? I was four years old. Okay, so just let's get that out there. Four-year-olds who... Can't usually take care of themselves, or brush right? Brush their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's still some adults every now and then I'm like, hey. That's true. Yeah. Okay.
2: So, anyways, tell us what happened. So, I was four years old, and um, in 2001, which is a long time ago, <laughs> an ice storm hit Texas. Uh-huh. And in the middle of this ice storm, my dad, who was raising me and my two sisters by himself, so um, just you guys, the just three, my of you. Dad. Yeah, so okay. three of us. Yes, the three of us. And my mom had just left, and so it was very cold. We had an old house, and he hung blankets up in the doors to keep us warm, and we thought it was fun. You know, we thought it was a, a party. Well, yeah,
1: sure, when you're four years old. Four-year-olds, you guys know how four-year-olds yes, can be. we if think you, everything's a party. Have, <laughs> ever <gone> to, <laughs> have you ever gone to, this, gone to the Sunday school class with the toddlers? Yes. Like,
2: they don't know what's going on. No, we don't. <laughs> he made it fun for us, and we all slept in a room. Well. I knew that my dad had some financial troubles Mm -hmm. just from, you know, four-year-olds. We're we're smart enough to pick up on these things. And we see when there's there's a struggle. Not a lot of money, yeah. And we had just started getting into church. And I saw God moving, and I saw these awesome things. I mean, my mind was blown at four years old. I would never been to church before. Mm -hmm. And so I see my dad struggling. And he had just gotten into the habit of teaching us to do bedtime prayer, uh-huh. which is very important. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so I would kneel down at my bed at night before I would get in my bed because I always saw my dad do that. And you were how old again? Four.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Was four. Uh-huh. And so I got on my knees, I remember that night, and I said, God, my dad is struggling right now, and I think he's afraid for how he's going to pay the bills mm-hmm. in a way that a four-year-old would say it. Yeah. And, but I remember... I had such a sincere heart and seeing, you know, these people in an apostolic church and I knew, I knew God was real. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, if he, if he answers their prayers, i will answer mine. That's right. So I asked him and I said, God, can you please give my dad some money? Yeah. Well, as four year olds do, I, I went to sleep, you know, <laughs> thinking, thinking about you probably
1: it. didn't finish that prayer. Right. Like
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so when I wake up in the morning, I didn't even have a chance to think about anything. hmm. Um, a very audible voice said to me in my, I want to say my mind, but really it was my soul. Okay. And they just said, Katie, check under your bed. And <laughs> Good thing that wasn't your dad. Because right, that would mean trouble. Right. Like, oh, no. I know. And, and so I, I was still rubbing the sleep out of my eyes and I look under my bed mm-hmm. and there is a huge wad of cash. Girl, I, I remember thinking I it didn't even that's the, that's the crazy thing that God talks about childlike faith. I didn't even question it. You knew as soon as I pulled it out, I knew it was God because <laughs> we were broke. We didn't have money. You know, yeah. I knew it, I knew it wasn't mine. You knew none of you dropped a lot of cash. <laughs> and uh, I ran out into the living room and my dad was getting ready for work. And I said, Dad, Dad, Dad. And, you know, he was tying his boots and putting his uniform on. And, and he was like, what? You know, he's trying to get ready. I said dad here and he looks down and the first thing he says is katie where did that come from <laughs> and i said well dad asked god for it he said what do you mean and so i i told him i said well dad i prayed for it last night you know i, I heard you saying that you were you were struggling and my dad just started to weep i mean i i vivid i vividly remember I'm just gonna cry. i remember it like and as a kid seeing your parent and you're like man they know god's real too Mm -hmm. and and i I, my dad i asked him about it when i was an adult he said you have no idea what that did for me he said it was a dark time and I was just like man god's listening see i mean just your own faith
1: and even a brand new faith like you've been in the church and you were like hey i see god's doing things people ask god for things people god does stuff for people and you were like why not me right
2: I mean, four years old. Yes, and four-year-olds, you know, they don't—they don't think anything. They don't—they don't ever question if God can do it. They just yeah. ask for it. Yeah,
1: that's awesome.
2: amazing. You know,
1: I almost wonder—like, does your dad remember how much it was? Do you guys remember he, that? At all?
2: He told me he, he couldn't remember the exact amount, but he said it was a couple hundred dollars. It was enough to buy us groceries.
1: Wow. And that was
2: the thing—is we 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 were we had like nothing—hot dogs in the fridge, and that was it. And hot dogs are good, but they ain't good when that's all you got. Right. Yeah. Girl, that is
1: crazy. Uh, I just think it's really cool, our HDR kids out there, you know, that they know that God could talk to them at any time, too. Yes. And that they could talk to him, right? I mean, and you didn't say something fancy. You weren't like, dear heavenly father. <laughs> you, you
2: didn't put out incense for, you know, an offering. You didn't, like, slay a bullock. <laughs> I'm an adult, and I still, I still think I talk to God like I'm four years old. I mean, I talk to I mean, him why like he's not? my best friend. Why not? It worked, right? yeah. it worked, right? It worked. Absolutely. Is. That Sometimes is. I walk in the sanctuary, I'm like,
1: Hey God, it's me again, you know? And hey, I we go in for prayers and I lay down on the altar and I say,
2: Good morning. Exactly. I, just, I greet you It just
1: feels like I mean I say that to my husband, I say that to kids when you come in for classroom, I'm like, yes. Good morning or you know, whatever and they're so it's just like, Hey, good morning God, I'm like I'm here, you're here, this is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well thank you so
2: much for telling the kids. Is there anything else you'd like to tell them? Um, I think the main thing is is you're never too young to pray. Yeah. And the Bible talks a lot about how Jesus was with children, and he loves you guys so much. I mean, yes. he loves kids and he holds you to a high you know a high regard he loves you. and he is always willing to answer prayers yes. and he's always willing to fill you with the Holy Ghost. And I was uh, 10 or 11 when I got the Holy Ghost at peak and hey it, I mean I remember then it blew my mind just what God can do for you yes and so that would that would be what I have to say it's never too early to start praying to God amen well thank you Katie oh you know what we didn't ask you give a shout out
1: <laughs> Wesley's gonna kill me I'm so bad with these buttons y'all I've never <laughs> get the sound effects when I need them <laughs> never he's gonna hear that and he's gonna call me and be like what is your problem
2: <laughs> where are you from what church are you from I am from Texarkana, Texas, and my Ooh. pastor is uh, Jason Calhoun.
1: Oh, shout out to Texarkana. Yes. If you are a Holy Ghost Radio kid out there, get on Instagram. Shout out to Katie Cole. Her picture will be up there. And shout out to the Calhouns for assisting in the livelihood of a great young lady. Absolutely. It was good to meet you. I'm so glad to be in Hopecore with you, and thanks for talking to the HDR Thank kids. Thank you. Dude. Like, it almost... That story almost makes me want to, like, go right now. Like, God, can you send some money <laughs> to our <laughs> podcast? <laughs> That's kind of crazy. So, she
0: was only four. By When I was four, I was probably, like... I don't know what I was doing. I was probably doing something w- dumb.
1: Right. Like, you didn't have to worry... A care in the world. Like, you didn't have to worry about anything. Like, four... She's four years old, and her mom left them. That's like, really tough. That like, is. Uh... And, you know, you actually hear a lot of stories about dads leaving. Like, you do, you hear a lot of those stories. But to hear, like, that her mom left, and it was just her and her sister and her dad, like, oh, when she said that, I was like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> That'd be ghetto. Can't get tears on the microphone. Right. <laughs> um, and just that she just asked God. She's like, okay, this is what we need, and I can't get it, so I'm going to ask somebody who could do it, and she asked God. Right. So I think it's cool because all these years later – they have that testimony from the very beginning when they first started. I mean, they were brand new in church, like brand new. Right. Like when I was, well, I guess let's just say
0: my realization that I was actually in a church, (laughs) which I was probably like six.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was probably just playing, coloring books. and (laughs) Yeah. And in the meantime, she was like, God, you got to do something for my family. It's kind of crazy, huh? Yeah. It is super crazy. Um, so if you think that one's crazy, you gotta listen to our next story too, because um, the next story it will inspire somebody. If you're if you're a holy if you're a Holy Ghost Radio kid that is lacking, um, you feel like you just don't have what everybody else has, then you need to hear this next testimony okay this next person's name is Cassandra but
3: she goes by I go by Cassie and what's your last name um it's Beerman
1: and I already know this actually like (laughs) I've got I feel like I've got everybody's names down pretty good by now but this is Cassie and uh, she has a testimony that I didn't even get to hear the whole thing actually because I started she started telling it and I was like this is gonna be so good everybody's (laughs) gonna love this so how old were you when this
3: that this thing that you're about to tell us about took place? So I was probably about 12 or 13 years old when this happened. When okay. This took place. So go ahead. Set the story. Tell us what happened. So pretty much, um, it's a very long story. But after my grandpa passed away, we kind of lost pretty much everything. Uh-huh. And we are Everyth- living... Everything meaning... Like, we were losing our house. We were going <gasps> Whoa. Like through a huge change in everything. And how many, how many people is we? Like, is that just you? and? Um, at the time, it was just me and my grandmother. Um, oh, okay. There was no other, nobody else from our family was there. Um, after my grandpa passed, pretty much everybody else in the family just kind of left. And so it was just us two. So you were raised by grandma? Yes. Okay. Same. Um, Same. <laughs> And, um, so we were losing our house. Mm -hmm. We had already lost two vehicles. Mm. Um, we really didn't like, we had our neighbors, Mm -hmm. but we were kind of in the transition. We had just gotten into church. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we really needed a vehicle. So this lasted like it started when I was like 12 or 13, but it lasted and probably like two years. Um, Where we just didn't have a vehicle for transportation whatsoever. Wow. That's kind of like... That's kind of not a thing, you know, these
1: days. It's like even like the poorest of poor have a vehicle, even if it's not working well. So Mm -hmm. that must have been very difficult. I mean, I know it was just you and your grandma, but it's very hard to do things without a car.
3: Absolutely. Um, She would save up. We'd save up like $1,000, $2,000 and buy like a cheap car. Uh And then... It would blow up within a month. Like, the transmission would just completely go. Ugh. And um, eventually, I can't remember exactly if I had heard it in Sunday school or, like, in preaching. Mm-hmm. But I was told to, like, pray in faith and yeah. thank him in advance. Okay, and yeah. And so In I, other words, like,
1: pray for something and then thank him like he already did yes. it. Yes. Yeah.
3: And so that's exactly what I started doing. I started thanking him in advance for giving us a vehicle... For transportation to get back and forth to church. And you were 12 years old? Yes. And you didn't have a vehicle? Did not have a vehicle. But you were already thanking him like you were driving around in a vehicle. I was like, God, we need a car, and I'm thanking you right now for giving us one so we could go do laundry, so we could go to the grocery store. Wow. And so that's exactly what he did. I don't remember the timeline. Like, I don't know how soon it was, but it was probably like a year or so of praying that. Uh Uh-huh. And he did that. (laughs) Exactly.
1: That's interesting because... You know, uh, as young HDR kids, Sometimes we forget our prayers. We're praying about something, and then a few weeks later, we've forgotten what we were <laughs> praying for. Yeah. So not, I see, like, two things here. First, you prayed for this, maybe not every day, but pretty cons- – or maybe you did because when you don't have a vehicle, it's hard to forget that. Oh, yeah. And you prayed about it every day, and it didn't happen immediately. Mm-hmm. And, but you didn't stop praying about yep, it. Yep, I never stopped. <laughs> wow. And so what? I'm curious, what did you guys do if you didn't have a vehicle? Did you just walk everywhere? Or?
3: So – it was very hard. Like, I'm, we were so blessed to have such a great church family. Uh-huh. Because a few of them would. Um, either... We always had a ride to church. Like, <laughs> no doubt. Somebody always picked us up. Um, but, like, for the grocery store and laundromat, it was pretty tough. Like, constantly asking the same people for, like, two years to give us a ride everywhere. Yeah, that's hard. It was embarrassing. It's and humbling, and embarrassing. Yes. Yeah. And so it was really rough. You know what? I'm curious
1: because... I'm sure maybe well I'm not sure but there may be another kid out there somewhere that's dealing with something like that they don't have a car or maybe they live with somebody or I mean I grew up with my grandmother in in and out of foster care Mm -hmm. and so what would you say to that kid that is 12 years old and they're struggling with the embarrassment the feeling of lacking like you know that feeling like everybody else has this and I don't I don't know if that's something you experienced or not I'm sure yeah well what would you say to that kid because like what got you through and what would you say to them
3: um definitely a strong support system like I was blessed to have like the best Sunday school teacher shout out to all the Sunday school teachers (laughs) (laughs) she actually ended up living at the end of my road and so I it was anytime I needed her I could just go over to her house go talk to her Um, I'd see you every Sunday. So just a great support system. Yes, there's something to be said for good mentors. I mean, they they can make or break us. Mm -hmm. And there's no shame in having making your church family your family. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk about that. (laughs) For someone who only had her grandma as she was growing up, making new family members, like making an aunt or just, you know, another grandparent, it was a great thing to have have them constantly tell you, you know, I'm praying for you. And so that's what kind of helped with loneliness is like, you know, I'm not really alone. The world might say, you know, I have no one in my family, but I know I have my church. God built you a family. Yes. I know. I have blood family and I love them and I'm
1: close to many of them. But some of the people that we have built into family, in the church, are some of our, our closest, the closest best. family. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, th- thank you for sharing that uh I'm sure it'll encourage some other kids, because that's a tough one. That's it a, is. That was a tough one. And, and 12 years old, I mean, like, you're worrying about what you look like, and, and, mm-hmm. it, and everybody's opinion seems to matter so much. Yes. And <laughs> in the midst of all that, you had, like, an ultra-glaringly obvious lack, you know, that most people have, and it affected you so much, and... I'm so glad you made it here and you're at Hope I'm Corp. so glad to. You know, I do want to ask you this real quick, so all the HTR kids can hear. What do you do now? Where, where, what church are you from? Who's your pastor and what do you do now?
3: So I am from Life Tabernacle of Ocala. That's in Central Shout Florida, out. and that's under Pastor Bass, Timothy Bass. Uh huh. Um, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> like in a little bit of everything. Those are some of the best saints. Yes. Um, I'm involved in the bus ministry, I'm involved in media, um, I pray sing sometimes, so just kind of wherever I'm needed, I just do it. (laughs) Well, I'm so glad that you didn't let something that,
1: looking back now... You can tell me if I'm wrong, that you could probably see wasn't as big of a deal as it felt then. It was hard. Oh, yeah. It was hard mm-hmm. and, and and difficult. But we can do hard and difficult things. Oh, yes. And sometimes mm-hmm. they're hard and difficult in the moment. And when you look back, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, you know, it was then. Yeah. No doubt it was. But now you're looking at it and you're like, uh, if you had to tell another kid, you're like, you can do this. <laughs> you're you, going to do it. This weekend, <laughs> You're going to do it. Um, you're going to do it one way or the other. You might as well do it with God.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yes. So I'm so glad that you didn't let something like that hold you back or put you in a shell or put you in a place where you felt like you were the only one and you never reached out because then we would have never met. Exactly. (laughs) And you'd never be behind the microphone talking to all the HR kids. So thank you so much, Cassie. I can't wait to see you at graduation. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. We
3: wish you all the best. Thank you so much.
0: That was legit. Yeah. I just would not want to be driving or not have a car at
3: 12 years old.
1: Right, like I'd be, the, I'd be the fittest kid out there. <laughs> <laughs> says the guy who says the guy who rides a bike like all the time, like mountain biking. Um, I know because you know even right now when you're you're like, mom, can I go with da da da? And they're like, yeah, but you got to get a ride. You're like, oh. can you ask for me, please? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to have to ask for a ride, right? Even that's embarrassing. <laughs> Not embarrassing, but like you don't want to do it. It's not that embarrassing because then when you ask them, they're like, yeah, sure, I'll take you, whatever. But you still feel like you're inconveniencing somebody by asking them to give you a ride, and it's awkward.
0: Yeah, it's like taking a math test and passing, and you're like, oh, I did it. (laughs) Oh, when they say yes? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're like, I conquered something. But, um, yeah, can you imagine being like always having to ask for a ride for everything, like, dude, if they just needed to wash their laundry? they yeah. had to get a ride and how weird you know how hard was that to be like 12 years old and all your dirty socks and other things are sitting in a basket and you got to haul it in somebody's car ask them to drop you off ask them to pick you up like it would get hard and it was just her and her grandma yeah that's that's tough okay so like i met her of course because we were at hope Corps. like and you're in this one big room with like a bunch of bunk beds and like 20 girls well you're not you'd be in with guys but it's (laughs) like 20 bunk beds and so you get to know these people and she is like one of the sweetest people like ever so you know it's it's really cool to see that like she let god she didn't let it she didn't let it become like a stumbling block or also she didn't let it become like poor me we never had anything god never took care of us it was never like that like she always found the blessings and i just i just think it's so cool that she's here now and that her advice was like don't be afraid to make your church people your family like do are there people in our church that are like family to you yeah there's several people yeah i mean some i'm closer to some people in our church than i am to a lot of my actual family like m- like much closer um not my not than my grandma but um you know then aunts and uncles or cousins or whatever yeah I'm much closer to some people in our church than mostly the kids (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah that was an amazing amazing testimony
0: yeah it's super crazy I noticed in both that neither like as kids you just do what you gotta do like go to bed and yeah
1: yeah i know did you hear that little play? you see what i did there uh if you don't know and you aren't an og and you don't know what we're talking about you really need to go listen from season one all the way through to season two um our very first episode was do what you gotta do and uh yeah like katie was like she's just <laughs> going to bed and saying her prayers you know not doing anything fancy not talking fancy you know It is kind of cool. Now wait till you get to hear some of the next stories. So on our next episode, we will have two more stories, two more testimonies, I should say not stories, two more testimonies from um, more Hope Corps students. And you guys are gonna really love these stories. Some of the kids were raised in church, some of them were, their parents were backslidden. You don't want to miss the stories that are coming up. But until then, you guys know what you got to do. Keep it
2: real and bring Bring it it on.